but I put every single thing that I do into my calendar. And if it's not in my calendar, then it like doesn't exist to me. Same. Yeah. Laundry. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Laundry. Yeah. Obviously the gym. Hangouts. The Niner game tonight. <laughs> it is all in my calendar. Hi, this is Savannah and Alicia, and you're listening to Do It For The Podcast, and it is episode 14. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking about just with the holidays and everything coming up, um, how it's important to prioritize work-life balance and how we do that in our businesses and everything, and yeah, just time management, boundaries, a lot of a lot of fun stuff today. Yeah, lots of tips, lots of maybe things you shouldn't do. Oh, yeah. That we, that next. we do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can learn some things, new things too, which is fun. Yes. But yeah. before we dive into that, we're going to do our little catch up like we always do. Yeah. What did you do this past week? As we know, I'm the boring one. So wait, let me guess. You worked a wedding. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I win. You win. <laughs> We should have paused and like, you know, audience can guess mm. <laughs> in their mm. cars. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's my update every time. And yours are always so exciting. But I'm the crazy one. Very interesting. Yeah. I don't know how that happens. But I also, this either. is It is a slower year for me. So I don't have quite as many weddings. But I did have a wedding this weekend. But we'll talk about that in a minute. So tell me about your, your wedding or just any other extracurriculars. That yeah. You did. I mean... What did I do? Friday, I had a lovely day. <laughs> I really didn't do much. I worked. I went, When I work, I don't go out the night before. So, well, okay. I worked a wedding and then I also attended a party. Mm. Yes, that's outside of the norm. I went to a Barbie party, which was a so Barbie fun. A Barbie party. I know. It was so fun. It was my best friend's mom's party, birthday party. And it was so cute. They decorated it so nicely. Wait, was that like at a house? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I saw the like the video that you just showed me and it, I thought it was like at a venue or something or like no. I thought it was a more like professional event because it was very... It looked so yeah, professional. it was very... Um, on theme yeah it was perfect it was so 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 cute and um yeah so it was at her house and everybody dressed up as barbies and i don't know what barbie i was i was just like a sparkly barbie i was just sparkly barbie yeah, yeah. i wore like a pink sparkly outfit it was really fun um we didn't we just danced and i didn't even get drunk oh wow did you consume so, beverages <laughs> so off brand um yes i did yeah i did more mellow. but it was more mellow for sure yeah and then we did some wedding planning my friend and i because she's getting married in march so i'm helping her plan her wedding so i had a whole list of to-dos for us wow wait you were doing wedding planning stuff at a party no no not at the party oh, i was like we are talking about boundaries this episode and you're doing no, no, work no, no, things no. at a party okay okay fair enough different day different day see, yes see. yes okay. yes we did work things <laughs> not at the party but yeah, she probably couldn't have done things for things at the party. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much that's my whole update. I've just been working and 
a little bit of partying here and there, nice. but nothing too crazy. Yeah. What about you, you party animal? Oh, man. Well, I'm still sore from this weekend because it was my sister's wedding, which was so much fun. But the long awaited wedding. I feel like we mentioned it on the first episode. I know. I Yeah, I think we did. We have. And we've talked about it a lot because every weekend there's like a bridal shower or a bachelorette mm-hmm. or so on and so forth. Um, but the reason I said I was sore is because I was literally dancing for like three and a half hours straight during the reception. Sounds which like my dream so much fun um but yeah honestly it was because i work in the wedding industry i was you know i've never really been on this side of things but it was like kind of flawless honestly it went really really well um you know chelsea was happy it was like yeah i couldn't have asked for for a better day yeah the only thing that was kind of stressful is okay (laughs) I'm scared. Well, I already kind of told you, but the oh. day before the wedding, we had like a little bridesmaid sleepover at my house. And my oh. one of the bridesmaids, I'm not going to say who, but she ended up like we were just kind of, we weren't drinking heavily, but we were like sipping on white claws and stuff. And she stuck like a suction cup thing to her forehead because she thought it was funny that it was sticking to her forehead. And she ended up giving herself like a hickey on her forehead. And this is like, the night before the wedding and we're all like laughing and then realize that it's not going away and it's getting darker as the, d- the days go it was really intense yeah i showed you a picture and so we had like facetime her makeup artist we're like what do we do is this fixable and she's like just come in we'll we'll figure it out and makeup artist did amazing i want to see the after because you yeah. showed me the before i'll show you the after and it's pretty dark for yeah. her just barely putting that suction yeah it's i mean do you want to see it right now i can show you suction cup yeah i know and she we were all and we like put it on another parts of her body just like test it afterwards and it wasn't sticking to any of us yeah and so we're like it's the forehead so it's the forehead she's just i we mean were, i've never personally had anything sucking my forehead so we i don't know so hard that's the after oh wow yeah I know. It looks like a like a slight, so slight, maybe birthmark. Yeah, yeah. If you can anything. see it a little bit underneath, but yeah. That Thank is. Thank God for makeup. Hilarious. Yeah, and my sister was like, she was kind of stressing the days leading up to the wedding. Yeah. Just with like nerves and anticipation. So when that happened, I was worried that this would like set her over the edge. But no, we were just cracking up and laughing, and it was just like, what a dumb. You know, it was just funny. That is so funny. Yeah, but it was really, really great. So don't put suctions on your forehead the no, night before no, a wedding. No, no, don't do that. But I'll remember that for when I'm a bridesmaid. Perfect. In yeah. March. Take notes. This is this is the tip of the day. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was great. I didn't think I would cry. I definitely cried a couple times. You know, I had a speech to do, and I know I want to hear it. Yeah, it was really good. Maybe you yeah. could just do it right now. I'll just play it over <laughs> the, the recording. No, it's not that exciting. But how long was your speech? Um, so when I practiced it, it was four minutes, but then when I actually got up there, I think it ended up being closer to, yeah, five and a half. I was going to say almost six because there was like pauses and people People laughing. This is why we tell you. See, even you went over the time frame. I did, but she did say that it was okay because there was only two of us in the whole night. Yeah. Usually I allot for five to six minutes per person when you tell them two to three. Yeah. They always do five to six. So five and a half is pretty long. Yeah. It was good. I liked it. I'm just laughing because we had that. I know. That wedding rules. I know. At least it wasn't 15 to 45 minutes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> when you're over 15, yeah. you're just, yeah. You're just blabbering It's just going to be a no for me. But yeah, I think that was it. And then, you know, today I delivered our coubatons. We talked about them in the last oh, episode. Yeah. So I did by Alicia and I some coubatons, which if you need a refresher, it's like a little self-defense tool that you put on your keychain, mm-hmm. which our self-defense, self-defense instructor 
uh, recommended instead of like having your keys in between your hand or like other pepper sprays, stuff like that. Yes. So, yeah. Savannah handed it to me and I immediately like practiced stabbing my hand and it really hurts. Yeah, I don't know why you did that. I don't know, I just like wanted to see. Yeah, and then we have just been like stabbing our pizza box. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of a little it's, anger it's management. Honestly, <laughs> I might just keep it near me yeah. while I'm working, just take some pauses and yeah. like have a nice little something to stab. Yeah, a little therapy session. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. You guys should get one. But <laughs> it chance. wasn't on Amazon. No, I couldn't find the exact one that he recommended. Yeah. So yeah but yeah i think that's my updates um yeah. well that's amazing i know i'm just tired now just so one other thing that i did do that i didn't mention that actually ties into our um topic today is i left a wedding early for the first time ever because i'm usually as a lead and the main wedding planner i'm there from start to the finish obviously but a lot of planners don't do that. A lot of planners have other people close for them. Yeah. Which makes sense because if we're getting there, you know, at 9 a.m. to watch load in and organize everything, it's a long, long day if you're staying there till midnight. I've been at weddings for 18 plus hours, so it can be really long. But I have a new person on my team who's going to be a lead. And so it was the perfect time to have her kind of practice training as a closer yeah and she's already shadowed me with closing and she i mean it's totally more than capable of doing it i just don't let go yeah being a business owner i want to be there i want to see things i want to do it myself but that's not a sustainable thing so for the first time i left a wedding i was supposed to leave at 8 15 according to the timeline but i left at 8 45 but that was still <laughs> me <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you stayed over, but technically that's early for you. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. It was just funny. I kept joking with um, her too, because when 8.15 came around, I looked at her and I said, HR said I could stay a little later. (laughs) HR. HR. Yeah. You are HR. We are HR. But I just wanted to just make sure that everything was good. Of course. The wedding ended at 11. So technically I left like two hours and 15 minutes before it ended, but everything was perfect. She was still updating me all night and letting me know that things were going well. But obviously today we're talking about prioritizing and boundaries and all of that fun stuff, which that was a huge move for me. Even the photographer, I had never worked with her before. She was amazing. By the way, she was from Iowa. Oh, I know, so random, but she was awesome. And I was saying bye to her because I went to all the vendors to say, hey, I'm leaving, but your new contact, um, you know, is Sydney and she's going to be here. So if you need anything, my whole team is still here. It's just me that, you know, not here. She's a lead. She is literally me. There you go. And the photographer looked at me and she just said, as a business owner, I am so proud of you. Aww. Yeah, she was like, I am so happy for you right now. She's like, I know that's not easy, and yeah. I'm just so happy. And she was so kind, and I feel that she just understood what a big deal it was. Yeah, and honestly, that is a really big deal. And I feel like even for you, because I know that you must, of, of course, really trust in me, because that's not something that you know you are able to let go so Ever. much. So I know that if you're doing that, then you already have like you know someone that's going to be in your place that you trust fully. 100%. So I'm very happy that you have that team and that you're able to do that. Cause yes. I think that frees up so much more time for you and your personal life. Yeah. And like I said, it's not a sustainable 
lifestyle to be places and working right such long days for example in november i'm having her clothes for another wedding because i need to go to vegas the next morning before wedding mba yes so i have a 6 a.m flight to make it to a 11 a.m event in vegas right like planning conference essentially and if i was at the wedding until midnight getting back to my house, you know, at one thirty, I would just be so tired for the mm-hmm. event the next day. And that's just not going to be good for my networking. Just not good for anyone. I'm not going to be in a good mood on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a morning person. For my sister's wedding, I was so close to bringing my camera just to capture like pre-photographer arrival stuff, you know? You didn't tell me that. But I don't know. I just, I wanted to do it. But then I'm like, I would have to think about it at the end of the night, like, oh, making sure my camera stuff is okay, because, like, uh, like I didn't get drunk at the wedding, which I was kind of surprised. I was drinking, and just I just felt like I was having so much fun that I didn't need to, like, get really drunk. But I was like, I don't want to be at the end of the night, like, worrying about my cameras, and then, like, you know, I don't know. So I did not end up bringing my cameras, which I'm glad I didn't. But that was kind of, like, a boundary I had to set just for myself. Just, I'm so proud of you. Thank and you. I am, if you would have told me, I would have said, do not bring it. I know. I know. And also in my head, I'm like, well, what if something happens to the photographer on the way there and they need somebody? Then you could have went like, and got it. I know. I was so close to the venue. It was like seven minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you flew to a different state or something. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I was kind of joking with my sister because her bridal shower, her rehearsal, her actual wedding venue is only seven minutes from my house. And I'm like, what if I told you I was a mastermind? This is Taylor Swift lyric, by the way. Um, what if I told you what? I was a mastermind. So like I orchestrated all of this to be like seven minutes from my house because I have a social radius oh. and I would keep things all close. So everything was literally so close to my house. Um, uh, yeah. Even the rehearsal lunch and everything, you yep. stayed right in that yep. area. Yep. That's so funny. I know. Not the Taylor Swift. That was kind of a bound, not a boundary, but a personal thing you did. I forced my sister to book a wedding venue seven minutes from my house. Yes, exactly. That is so funny. Yeah. Well, I mentioned not being a morning person. And one of the things we were going to talk about is the fact that, well, we're both not morning people. Let's just throw that out there. I think I'm a little bit more of a morning person than you. Probably. I could wake up, like, I like mornings, but... I am like a zombie for the first like hour. Mm-hmm. I have to sit and sip on my coffee and not really, I can't schedule any phone calls within an hour of me waking up because it's just not going to be a productive phone call. Everything, all the calls and everything that I have to do have to be like 10 a.m. and on. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm the opposite in the sense of I like to wake up and have so much pressure on myself that I need to just go, go, go. So you just wake up and immediately just start working? Yeah, sometimes. Well, to be fair, I wake up and immediately check my email. Yeah. Just because I get excited about any potential inquiries or stuff like that or just anyone needing anything. But as long as something's not super urgent, I usually hold off until I have my cup of coffee and stuff like that. But Yeah, so sometimes I get like in the, you know, all those entrepreneur books and <laughs> websites and speeches and TED Talks. I've been listening to TED Talks, by the way, on, oh. on um, Spotify. Wow. I know. Interesting. Who is she? Who is she? But, <laughs> but sometimes everyone just says you're not successful or productive if you're not up and you need to be an early bird and all of these things. And even all my friends that wake up early and I tell them I'm not out of bed before 830, they, they're just shocked. But this 
my whole point is you can be <laughs> successful and productive and do all the things you need to do without being an early bird. I, I think agree. it's about how you manage your time during the day, mm-hmm. how you spend your time, the boundaries you have, and not so much who's up the earliest that makes me more productive than you. Because I still get all my work done. I still make it to the gym when I want to. <laughs> <laughs> when I want to. When it's on my calendar. Yeah, when it's, oh, we're going to talk about yeah. that. Or, you know, my walks that I like to go on today. I mentioned I want to go on a three-mile walk. So you still have time for all the things. I do think I would have a little bit more time, but I also am really good at staying up late. So it kind of depends on the person because people who wake up at 5 a.m. are probably going to bed, you know, 8 or 9 when I'm going to bed 11 or 12 and I still get stuff done in those later hours. It's hard being self-employed and not having like a nine to five where you're like, okay, these are my designated hours because as someone that's self-employed, you can either spread that out but you can also fall into this um routine of working at all hours of the day because you feel like you need to you know stay up late and do stuff or you just don't really have that boundary so especially for me i like to wake up early get all my stuff done in like the afternoon sometimes i'll edit like late into the evening but it's only if i have some certain deadlines but i try to at least put my my computer away at a reasonable time but yeah it's hard it depends for me because one thing that i do like to do is not i will work wake up and work but i would prefer not to right so if there's a way to get me ahead for the next day i will 100 percent stay up to do that mm-hmm. because if there are pressing items that i need to get to and pressing obviously i'm the one pressing on myself <laughs> to get to them we are pressing <laughs> yes i am pressing myself if there are those items, then I am the person that much rather stay up till 11 p.m. to get those done. So then when I wake up, they're not the first things on my mind. I agree. Because yeah. I want to wake up to a peaceful brain. And I honestly, one of my first thoughts, I'm always, when I wake up, I'm just like so grateful that I get to choose what to do that day. So true. And so I just don't want to wake up and think I have X, Y, Z to do by noon. So I'll just stay up as late as I need to, to get them done. Yeah. I would rather stay up late and get stuff done the wake up early and be stressed about not getting said thing done in time. Yeah. But as you said, you like to wake up with a peaceful brain that made me think of our calendars and how calendars are like the most crucial part, at least for me. And I know, like, I think you'd mentioned this too, but I put every single thing that I do into my calendar. And if it's not in my calendar, then it like doesn't exist to me. Same. Yeah. Laundry. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Laundry. Yeah. Obviously the gym. Hangouts. The Niner game tonight. <laughs> It is all in my calendar. Yeah. Because if it's on my calendar, one, I I won't forget it though. That's the thing is when it comes to work stuff, I will never forget things. It's just, it literally brings me joy to open my calendar and put it on there. Even tasks or to-dos. If someone, you know, tells me something, for example, I was at the wedding on Saturday and um, a venue DM'd me and said, I would love these photos. And obviously I'm mid-wedding. I don't have my computer. I don't have my gallery, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever to email it to them. So I just DM them back and said, of course, I'll send it next week. So then I immediately went to my calendar, added a task for Tuesday. Yeah, you did. And I put send venue this gallery XYZ because I know I won't forget to do it. And again, I still remember it right now. 
I haven't even looked at that. That's for tomorrow. It's Monday. <laughs> but I know it's on my calendar. So I'm like, great, done and done. It's going to get done on Tuesday because mm-hmm. I put it on there. So yeah. every task, everything. Do you use a color coding system? Um, Not really. Okay. I have all my photo shoots a certain color, but everything else is pretty much the same color. So yeah. photo shoots, they're all one color or yes. the types of photo shoots are different colors? All photo shoots are just one color. Yeah, they're yellow. And then all of my appointments and stuff, I just leave it at the default. I think it's like blue or something like that. So I'm not super well, color coordinated, but just that. Well, that makes sense just because the photo shoots obviously are, you know, something you have to be at. Yes. And it's a big, it's a client appointment right. essentially yeah so for me i have a couple of colors <laughs> yeah you do i have red red means something that cannot be moved and is in person mm. and in like in per- an in-person not movable event okay so for me those are in-person client meetings venue tours um weddings I actually do put the gym in red because <laughs> you're like this cannot be moved. <laughs> I do because if I if it's not in red, then I might move it. That's true. But if it's in red, then I don't move yeah. it. I think the Niner game's in red because I can't move that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but it's you not no in person. Yeah. But okay, and then there's yellow. So yellow um, are unmovable events as well, but they are phone calls or Zooms. Okay. So something I don't need to physically be at, but I need to be present in the sense of either at my office or at my house for mm-hmm. anything that's yellow or in my car if it's a phone call. And then there's pink. Pink, <laughs> you're just laughing. <laughs> I'm just, we're just so different. So pink are all my tasks and to-dos that are very movable and very flexible. And then I prioritize those based on a different system. So for today, I had, you know, 10 to 12 pink items on my calendar. But how I do them, the order that I do them in just depends on a couple of things, which we can talk about in a bit. But Some of those can be moved to Tuesday if I don't get them done today. So certain things that have to get done today will be on, you know, be red or yellow. And then things that I just need to get done in general will be in pink. And then I can move them to tomorrow if they're not. But I do try to get everything that's in pink done that day because it just sets me ahead. So sometimes if I get through all the pink items in one day, I'll look at the next day's pink items. And then that's how I get myself ahead of my schedule because then I'll do those pink items for the next day and then I move them and like done and then I have less things to do the next day. This is actually so funny to me because if I look at a thing and it says like (laughs) wedding like obviously I'm going to be there in person (laughs) or like if it says call with blah 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 it's like you know what I mean it's just so funny how our different brains works and like I am undiagnosed ADHD I'm not but just like some things I just can tell and i think having a calendar oh my god you show me your calendar i just okay i just pulled Whoa. up my last week's calendar what? for also, do you savannah look, okay, this is kind of like a segue but do you look at your calendar by week is this how you always look by at your, the week because mine's month oh no i so, always look by the week interesting yeah because you have so much stuff on there <laughs> it actually gives me a headache <laughs> So this was last week. Yeah. So everything in red is we're in person things. And then the pinks, do you see the yellows? You see the vibe here? Oh, that's supposed to be red. Oh somebody messed up. It came. It me. was a wedding too. That <laughs> one's movable, flexible. Well, no, no. 
it's Sorry. red up here it's red up here it's red up here it's red up there i also do that for like my this is also kind of weird but for my photo shoots i don't put the time because then that makes it small i put it as like the as all, all day. day yeah so i put weddings as all day and the time yeah so i put all day because obviously i'm not gonna do anything mm, else that day right. and then i also put the time in terms of what i'm gonna yeah. physically be there so <laughs> yeah this is just a little peek at my last week so you can Lord see my brain mercy. this week a lot well actually wednesday thursday i have all day events because i have two events that day so mm-hmm. um wow and then this is it's not a scheduled call which is why it's not yellow oh. it's pink because i can just call them at any time wow so things that are yellow and red i technically can't move yeah yeah for me i just i like having everything in my calendar because it just creates like a better headspace for me and it's easier to like visualize exactly what my day is going to look like and then the night before so like for tomorrow before i go to bed tonight like i'll go through and i'll make sure that i don't have anything early in the morning that i need to do or like if i need to wake up and prep for something and stuff like that so it just kind of when i put things down it just makes the brain a little bit quieter and i'm not having to think about everything because it's written down so i just look at it that night and i already know what's gonna happen yes i definitely agree with that because i think sometimes i'll wake up and sometimes i'll legit think what am i even doing today mm-hmm. or what day is it even <laughs> if i get really yeah. good sleep i'll wake up in such a blissful blissfully unaware <laughs> <laughs> yes and i'm just so confused and i'm like do you even work i feel <laughs> i feel like i'm my dad my dad gets confused on if i work or not but i just wake up in his mindset and yeah like, do you even have work today and then i will look at my calendar and be reminded but i think because it's on my calendar i don't have to store it in my brain totally i agree and even with my sister's wedding this weekend like the day after the wedding i like woke up and i was like i'm a little too like relaxed like did i even check my calendar today which obviously i know that i blocked out that day of course because like why would i have something today after my sister's wedding but i still like woke up in like this weird panic and i had to check my calendar to make sure i wasn't like tricking myself I yeah know, it's a weird yeah. weird place to be but well yeah. speaking of calendar so that's kind of how we we schedule and i'm curious if other people do this color coding thing or if i'm just a psycho i'm sure a lot of people Everybody. do yeah um, I, do, I just don't <laughs> well <laughs> to, you do, uh, to you a certain do for extent. the photo shoots yeah, yeah you definitely do yeah so how do you prioritize the tasks for the day so say you have 10 to 12 things to do mm-hmm. for your business that day yeah how do you choose what to do first because some people do things based on how much they enjoy things i've heard people that you know the tasks that they enjoy they'll save for last so they can kind of get the unenjoyable tasks out of the way and then have the enjoyable ones to like end on a good note type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm. Do you have any rhyme or reason? I have a couple of things I do, obviously. <laughs> I the first thing I always do is emails. Um, especially if they're inquiries, I want to get to them as soon as possible because the sooner that you respond, it, you know, the more likelihood that you will get hired because mm-hmm. you can I like to hop on a call with them and like get to know them and everything like that. So definitely emails go first and i feel like if i see them sitting in my inbox for too long it kind of freaks me out a little bit even if they're not inquiries if it's just things that people need from me i don't like people waiting or on questions. me yeah or yeah. questions um so usually emails go first and i'll usually do that after my first cup of coffee because i'll have two and uh, one time i called you before your scary, cup of huh? coffee yeah yeah 
Yeah, I don't really. Never again. It's Next not. Time there's I'm nothing text productive. You first. Nothing productive happens. And my my so my cousin Holly and I talk almost every day, and she knows not to call me too early. And if she calls me like a little bit earlier than normal, the first thing I'll say like hello, and she'll know by my voice if I'm in like the talking mood or most of the time I won't even answer. I'll text her. I'll be like not alive yet. Well, or she'll be I like, f- are you alive? And I'm like, no. I think I FaceTimed you. Ooh, that was a. And why would you do that? <laughs> And the way you answered was not, uh, yeah, Yeah. I learned my lesson. Yeah, I don't really like to, like, even with my clients, I don't like to do Zoom calls because I don't really put on makeup or, like, get ready on the daily, so. You know, there's, like, a filter. I know, but I just, I don't know. I just, like, calls better. I will Zoom, but if, like, the client wants to or, um, but, yeah, I try not to. do that i see but other than that and then if i have phone calls are not always up to me of like when i can do them i was as long as they're i always give my clients like hey i'm available between 10 a.m and 5 and that's what i have actually on my email signature it'll say like office hours monday through thursday 10 a.m to 5 p.m um i don't know why i have that just to kind of set an expectation in case i don't get back to people within certain time which i always do yeah Um, you definitely do but i always try to do my phone calls within that time frame because that's when i'm most energized and like my mental clarity is at its best yes so um and then editing is there's no rhyme or reason at all usually i try to do smaller like engagement shoots or family shoots if those start stacking up i'll try to get those out of the way so i can focus more on like the weddings which are more time consuming and they take longer so i like to do all of those first before i like dive into a wedding gallery that i need to finish has there ever been a time where there was a gallery or a design or a couple that you were extra excited about? So you maybe, <laughs> is that a hard <laughs> question? Um, maybe I, prioritize their gallery a little bit more? Yes. Yes. That is absolutely true. Because I think as creatives, we all are drawn to certain things, right? Yeah. So. I'm definitely that person to do the tasks that I am excited about first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, if I if I had a really good lighting for a shoot or mm-hmm. it was just like a new location that I was really excited about, I will definitely do those first. But I never ever will deliver like past a due date or anything like that. They're always delivered within their respected times. But that, that is a PSA for clients. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean I'm doing them in order when I took them. Yes. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. What about you? Do you prioritize? I'm excited to hear how you (laughs) prioritize your day, considering I just saw your calendar. (laughs) Okay. So I may have mentioned this in a past episode, but so definitely inquiries always are a priority because as we both have said, inquiries, you know, you want to get back to them as quickly as possible and, you know, it's potential new clients. So you just want to make sure you can get on the calendar to speak with them. So that's a huge priority. If I have any inquiries, then they are being done or being responded to as quickly as possible. And then after that, I actually, my business self, I prioritize like financially or anything based on bringing in income. Yeah. So if there are a bunch of tasks done, I am going to do them 
do whatever is going to bring me immediate money first. Because mm. as a business, that's what we are here to do is make money. Yes. So if there are contracts to be made and design boards to be made, mm-hmm. what's going to bring me money? The contracts, I, not the design boards. So I'll go back to mine really quickly because the way that I set up photo shoots is I collect like a small amount up front. And then once I deliver the photos, then they decide which ones they want and purchase like packages. So the sooner I get people their galleries, the sooner I get paid. So that definitely is influences my, how fast I edit things because I know I'm gonna get paid when I deliver them. So great point, that was great. Yeah, and same thing with like contracts and stuff too. The more I send the contracts out or the faster I get the contracts out, that also comes with the invoice and then money for sure and I think I learned this when I worked in corporate because for example when I was a creative director we did a lot of big contracts like contract creating and just kind of talking to clients and leads and everything so say I'm talking to and this is like a very general scenario so no one take this quite so (laughs) seriously but say you're talking to 10 leads and you have 10 contracts or to make, right? Contracts take a while. So I might need two days to make those contracts on top of all the other calls and Zooms and meetings that I have. Yeah, I am going to create and send the contract. That's the hottest lead first because they're going to sign and send my money the quickest. I'm not going to... I'll do them all within the two days. I'm not going to make anyone wait a week for a contract or anything because that's just silly and you're going to make them a cold lead. But I will 100% send whoever I know has said on the phone, I'm going to book you whatever first, because then they're going to send the deposits. We love, it's all money. Yes, We love the money. It's not all money, but that is how we survive as business owners and how we have, how we maintain the ability to have all this choice in what we get to do is, you know, we have to make money. That's literally what we're here for. No, absolutely. Great point. That's my number one and majority of my day. And then I do things that I enjoy the most. So I will put off some things. I will never go past deadline, just like you said, if I owe someone a design board or, you know, owe them something specifically, I always have a deadline for myself. But I have found that if I, if I am not super, super excited about, you know, a design or something, it takes me a little bit more time to get to it versus yeah. Versus that. And that's normal. So do you like to do things like kind of how you were framing it earlier? Do you like to start with the things that bring you joy or do you like to end with them? I think I like to start with them. Yeah. And like money aside, like you money like aside. things that you enjoy. Obviously money brings me the most joy. <laughs> <Yeah>. Facts. <laughs> I mean no, not wrong. Yeah. I'm very financially motivated. Same. Yeah. So yeah, money aside. I will say that I will, I'll do the things that bring me the most joy first, mm-hmm. and then I will do the tasks that are not my favorite. I think most. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I love timelines. I love timelines too. I yeah. will, if I'm just doing a consultation with a client on the phone, I'm already making their timelines. So yeah. as soon as we are ending our call, I'll say, great, I already have this draft timeline for you. That way you can kind of decipher where you want your photography coverage. And I make them a timeline and I send it over. Obviously, it's like a very rough draft. Yes. But um, I love a good timeline. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah, I actually made my sister's timeline for this um, past weekend and it was amazing. Yeah, I was actually very proud. 
I love that. Yeah. The planner didn't make it. I mean, we like collaborated on it. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Like, I just like made the initial like photo timeline. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yes, I didn't course. really do like a whole lot of other like load in, load out, vendor arrival. Yes. Like none of that I was a part of. Um, but as far as like photo timeline, I had that all squared away. Did she have videographer? No. <laughs> no. I didn't even. That wasn't even a full sentence. Did she have videographers? <laughs> <laughs> You're just missing the uh. uh. Did she have a videographer? No, no, she didn't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no video, but it was great. It was great. I do love a good time. <laughs> I love that you weren't even going to catch that. I mean, it's not a... It, g- you know what I meant. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Okay, well... Yeah. So moving into then versus now, speaking about how uh, much joy money brings us, <laughs> <laughs> this actually does tie in no, because it does. how we prioritize things when we were a new business versus how we prioritize things now that we are a little bit more established definitely plays into money. Yeah, I agree. And so for me, I started doing my business like, I don't know, two thousand and. 10 no 12 and I would take any job that would hire me you know like if people wanted headshots or any type of shoot even if it didn't fulfill me then I would just do it because I needed money to fund my business in order to be able to be a little bit pickier with you know the jobs that I'd take on and so I would just be like you want to hire me great I'll do anything you know so I think that's the biggest thing is now I'm able to be pickier with the jobs that I take and do things that fuel my soul a little bit more. And, um, I think that's probably my biggest point of this. Yeah, definitely. I also was, I think any business you going into it and when you're starting to build it, you have to just be aware that you might have to give up a lot of things Mm -hmm. in order to make it successful. And a lot of that can be personal life, you might take away from family time. Yeah. Not might. I mean, you probably will. I think I definitely didn't do a lot of, I missed a lot of family time when I was first starting my business and I was working a lot, a lot, a lot and was just taking anything. Right. And to your point, I was also just taking things because it was good experience. Mm -hmm. So money too. Yes. But I also would just, you know, take things maybe outside of where I even wanted to go or the path I thought I wanted to be in, even if it wasn't, didn't align with that. I was just thinking either way, it's going to be good experience. Yep. So I would just say yes to everything. And there was a certain time where I had to realize, okay, you've now gotten that experience and you've been through that phase of your business. Now you need to be more selective with your yeses, which is a really hard transition. It's really hard. Yes. To tur- especially to turn down things when you're like maybe technically available, but you, since we, we need to like put our energy in other places that will just like, yeah, like we said, like fuel our souls and stuff. Yes. And I think that I only recently got better at this. It took me, I mean, my biz- five-year business anniversary is this year, but it took me that long to get even remotely better and hire the help that I actually need so then I can put my energy in different buckets and I still haven't even fully done that I have I'm on the road to that right now I think because there are some other things I want to get into but it's just really hard to make the transition but me leaving the wedding this weekend (laughs) was a huge first step yeah I haven't 
I've been in business a little bit longer than you have, and I still haven't been able to really let go of not being in control of everything. So I don't necessarily have like a team or anything like that. I have a bunch of trusted people that I know will have my back in case I need them in case of an emergency and stuff like that. But as far as having a team of photographers that so we can shoot multiple weddings in one day and stuff like that, I haven't quite gotten there yet, which I'm not entirely against, but it's it's definitely been like a struggle and my even my family and Nolan they're all like business people and I have like a little bit more like I'm emotionally connected to my business a little bit more where they're more like thinking dollar signs you know which is also I'm a dollar signs person but I still haven't I haven't quite gone there yet but maybe I will I don't know photography is very personal Uh, yeah I think it's a little bit different I think even though it's we're obviously same industry each vendor is a little bit different in their growth and mm-hmm. also it depends on what you want specifically for your business because right. for me I think I want to do a couple of other paths which in that case then I do need a team to support me if I want to go into education or a couple of other things that I would be spending time on yeah but if my goal was to grow into me having more you know celebrity clients then that would be maybe not hire a team and mm-hmm. like me personally trying to get those celebrity clients, you know, right. Like, there's just different paths that you can take that would determine how you should prioritize your time. Yeah. But right now my team is definitely a priority. Yeah. I'm very proud of you though. I'll get, I'll get there one day. I've had a couple people associate shoot for me. Um, but haven't really like, it was really stressful. Like when I did have it, I did trust my team, like the team that was in place, but it was a little bit a little bit hard. I feel like I need to almost mentor someone from like the ground up and then have them just because everyone has their own businesses and things like that. So they have their own way of doing things. So I feel like it would be beneficial just to have someone even starting off and grow with me for a couple years and then be able to like pass on jobs. But yeah, it's definitely a, a thing that's hard to let go for me. Yeah. But do you think that's a goal of yours or do you think like you want to eventually let go or do you want to keep it personal? Cause like you said, it is a very personal. Yeah. It's not a priority. Savannah Ray photography. Savannah Ray photography. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know yet. We'll see. We got to write down the priorities. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Know. Oh, number one. Just kidding. Oh, I'm like, Oh my gosh, we're doing this. Yeah. No, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. We'll have to see about that one. Well, we wanted to also talk about what love language is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's probably thinking how how did we get here? Yeah, no, I think for me, love for my love language is words of affirmation. So I want to be affirmed. So I send like sneak peek galleries really fast, or I try and get galleries out really fast to vendors and the couple because I want them to tell me I did a good job and that they start posting my pictures and they like them. Um, so that definitely plays into how I do my businesses. I That's something that I prioritize. Yes, and I'm a big acts of service person. So I think for me, how I show my love to clients is just always trying to go above and beyond and doing the absolute most for them because Mm -hmm. I just want to serve and I want them to be so happy with my level of service. So I think that your love languages and how you give and receive obviously tie into you as a business owner Mm -hmm. because you're 
trying to make a successful you want to be tied to it. it yeah yeah it's financial but also it's emotional for us and since we are so personally connected to our own like mission and do you have a mission statement um not entirely my like instagram said just says for bold and badass people <laughs> <laughs> my professional personality but that's my tagline yeah i think i have a mission statement i don't think i have a mission statement i went to a marketing seminar once in columbia and we made mission statements oh see so. maybe i should do that yeah i don't have one you should yeah but do they talk about kind of like what your goals are then you just put that into a statement (laughs) (laughs) so clever i don't know yeah i mean i was just where i was going with this was because you know people are probably thinking how does love language tie into all this talk but Mm -hmm. my point is is we're so connected to our businesses because it's you know our babies and we've grown it and all the things so it's obvious to me that how we like to give and receive love is also how we interact with our clients Mm -hmm. so like you want to receive love from your clients in words of affirmation yeah so you want to send them the things that are going to get them saying all of these yeah amazing things and i know i want them to be happy oh 100 not just because you want the words yeah yeah Yeah. that could sound bad but no you you, and you're working hard to for them to be happy right and i'll go like i'll stay up late or You know, right when I get home, I'm already picking out some photos or sometimes when I get home, even before, like I try to do sneak peeks the next day, if not 48 hours. But lately I've been doing something where I send them their kissing photo the night of the wedding, if I can, um, just so they have something like right away, because I know that's what I would want. So I don't know. I just, yeah, that's sweet. Mm hmm. I, I know you're a very big words of affirmation person. I am. We've discussed this. And yeah. I, I found out when I was your boss, I think you told me. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, Alicia, <laughs> you got to hype her up because I'm not a big, I'm not a big words of affirmation person. So I don't really remember to yeah. give people that all the time. So it's good when I know that that's what someone wants because then I can just be more aware and yeah. do that. And I think I used to definitely make it a point to like tell you specific things. Thanks. And I do too when you show me fi- pictures and stuff. I know you love to be hyped up. And I really do feel that way. I'm not just saying it because I know you want to hear. It. I only say it when it's yeah deserved. I know you're 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 straightforward. You wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't sugarcoat it. For I me. would not. Yeah. But ten out of ten times, usually your photos are stunning. So I do say it because I mean it. But thank you. Look at those words of affirmation. <laughs> so I know we already kind of touched on this as kind of a broad topic, but as far as boundaries between our business and our personal life, what do you do on the daily in your business that you create those separations? (laughs) Wait, say that question again. (laughs) (laughs) Like how, what are some boundaries that you have in your business that you uh, like, you know, you hold yourself accountable to. Got it. Boundaries. Yes. I, do not take unscheduled calls. Mm, just say like, that again. <laughs> just like the one you saw pop up right now <laughs> that has been distracting my brain oh, ever is that since what's happening? it mm. popped up. I see. Yes, my apologies. That is why I completely ignored that question for oh, a moment you were because thinking about it. I was. It's mm. a client for this week. So. So yeah. Uh, yes. So yeah. Don't take unscheduled calls. I think that's honestly. That just helps my mental state because Mm -hmm. when your phone rings, I think when I'm on a call with a client, 
whether it's a new client or current client, one, I want to be prepared for the topic of the call. Yep. I'm not always in front of my computer. I have a lot of clients, so I'm not always, even though I have a really weird brain and that I can remember the sunset time and start time and weird times of every client ever, that's, maybe they're asking me something I need to like reference a vendor. Yeah. How many or that you have notes center for, pieces yeah. do, exactly. There's so many little details that they could call and ask me and I right. just don't want, I rather it just be scheduled on my calendar. I'm prepared for it. I have yeah. what I need to have in front of me versus just picking up a phone. I think that's a huge way that we have to, that most business owners should do because yeah. we also don't have an office or like a general manager that can, you know, pick up calls at any time. If I did, sure. Give us a call. They can take the info. They can make notes and they can yes. a receptionist. There yes. we go. Yeah, what yeah. job is this? <laughs> <laughs> yes. If, yeah. We don't have a receptionist. So we are that receptionist and receptionists are the ones who filter calls. Mm-hmm. And so since I don't have that, I need to just not answer, see what it's about, see what client it is, get my thoughts together and then schedule a time to chat about it. I'm the exact same way. And I think a big thing about that point is if I'm taking unscheduled calls, I don't want to look like I don't know what I'm talking about. If I have to pause and like look something up or if I need to reference a certain thing. And so I just want to make sure that they're getting the most out of their time with me on the phone. So I'm not just like, Oh, hmm, let me look that up or, you know, something like that. So I am the same way. If I get a call from a client that's not scheduled, I also immediately go into like a little bit of anxiety mode. I'm like, uh, what, are they okay? Like, what do they need? So I don't know. I just like, I like to be prepared. I I don't like to be caught off guard. Yeah. And well, the call I just got just also texted me and said, hello, I have an emergency. (gasps) Oh no. Do we need to pause? Let's pause. I just set a boundary and I texted them back and said I'm in a meeting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Wow, what a perfect timing. I hope they're not listening. (laughs) (laughs) Technically, this is something that we can't pause. That's very true. This is um this is not pink. And you've already in your calendar. No, it's red. It's It's red. red. I'll show you. And (laughs) and you've already told me, look at that. Red. That me looking at my phone and everything is distracting. So I am trying to set that boundary for us as partners. And I don't want to pause for that because this is our time. Bam. She said that. Well, um, don't hate me person. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that's, I think that's really valuable. Something that I, this is really difficult, but I think I'm pretty good at is sticking to my contract when it comes to setting boundaries with clients, because we have contracts for a reason. You're really great at it. Thank you. It's very difficult because I'm a people pleaser and I Mm -hmm. want to take care of people, but I also need to take care of myself and my business. And I think I'm more than happy to try to come to like a middle ground with somebody you know but i also if it's in my contract then i'm going to reference it and say like you know i like where can we go from here you know what i mean yeah and i think that that goes both ways because contracts are there to protect me but also to protect my client because it puts what i'm responsible for in there so that way i can't go back and be like oh no i didn't say that you know so it's for it's a mutual thing so yeah, I try to stick to it as much as I can because I don't like being taken advantage of. And also, I'm not a super confrontational person. Mm-hmm. So I like having the contract and written things because that way I don't have to try to 
almost like defend myself or get into an argument when it's like just black and white on paper. Like yeah. This is what we both agreed to already. So you just have faith. Facts. Yeah. That literally happened today where I had to stick to my contract and it sucks, but I'm doing my best to accommodate both of us. Um, so that's just kind of what you got to do. Yeah. I think there's a way of going about it where you're being flexible and reasonable, but still sticking to your contract, but still being able to serve your client. And in my perspective, it's all about delivery mm-hmm. because I've also had a lot of experience with this in my previous job and obviously now having my own contracts. And I also have a lot of vendors that reach out to me for advice when they do have to stick to their contracts on like wording of how to say it to clients and um, emails. Because I think one thing that I am personally very good at is setting the boundaries and the standards before things happen. When I go into the contract with a client, I make it very clear on what I'm responsible for, what they're responsible for. And then I even review it in a meeting prior. So there's no confusion on what exactly, especially as a planner, because we're, our service can be very blurred lines depending on what we're providing. You know, if you're six weeks out or eight weeks out or doing design or not doing design, it's easy to have a client just ask you a quick question. You know, what linen choice do you think? Okay, cool. I can give you what I think, but I don't know your full design. So then you're going to want to tell me what the flower colors are. Yeah. And you're going to want to tell me what the chair choice was. And where do I draw that line if I'm not doing your design? So you have to really set those boundaries before you get into that whole contract situation and then your contract will just like you said be black and white and like withhold whatever it is you're trying to not argue but state yeah there's no arguing no arguing and it's all about your delivery yeah everything with a smile on your face that's another reason why i don't like picking up phone calls and why i like everything to be in an email because I like to take time to formulate my emails and my messages to where there's not a whole lot of emotion in there Mm -hmm. and I'm getting what I need to say across in a way that is going to be received well by both parties and that there's not a whole lot of fluff or there's not a whole lot of uh, blaming or anything like that. So if someone needs something for me or they, you know, they want to change something in the contract or whatever, I usually spend at least a day writing up a email and I'll go, I'll reference it throughout the day and change things and make sure I really curate it to where I want it to be like the perfect email. And that's the communication studies major in me for sure. Yeah. I think there was a situation if I'm not mistaken, I don't remember when, but you were going back and forth in regards to a contract situation with a client and we were all, I think it was me and Holly, were kind of chatting through what to say and what to write and how to just go about the whole situation. And because it was like a very in-depth back and forth. Thing. Was this during COVID, I wonder? I think it was during COVID. Because that was COVID. a very, very weird, weird, weird time. For contracts. For contracts, yes. 100%. Yeah. And that put vendors in weird situations mm-hmm. on what those boundaries are. 1,000%. And is a pandemic within that? It yeah. was wild. Weird times. Nobody could have prepared us for the emotional turmoil that right? was COVID weddings and contracts. But I did stick to my contracts 99% of the, t- actually, I think basically 100% of the time, um, or at least I adjusted it to where I wasn't going against 
like my contract so much that it yeah you know wasn't beneficial or whatever not beneficial but um yeah weird 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 times yeah. it was that was a really strange time but we did go back and forth with that email a couple of times and i don't remember where i heard this or when i heard this but it was just about you want to read the email in the in your meanest tone mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. with the most possible attitude you can give yep. and imagine that's how the client is reading it yeah and I, when you would write them and send them to me, I would just be saying them out loud so mean. Oh my gosh, I could because, just imagine. Yeah, you just have to imagine that that's how someone's going to read it. Because that's the other thing about emails is even though you have the time to construct and detail and, you know, take your whole day to organize what wants to be said, you don't know the tone that yeah. they're going to read it in, yeah. which is the benefit of being on the phone I agree. or in Zoom because you can give your tone and you can really make sure that you're coming up across with empathy and mm-hmm. you know maybe on zoom they can you know see your face and everything but via email they're gonna read it like you're the meanest person ever mm-hmm. so that's something that i remember us doing a ton which was yeah really entertaining well whenever <laughs> me especially like holly and i because we are in the same field we talk to each other all the time about contract stuff we're always like oh my client has a question about this and yes we're always going back and forth and making sure that we are serving our clients the best but also respecting our contracts and boundaries and things and how to communicate that best and i know that you've been involved in a lot of those conversations too yes um so there is a team behind your emails that you're getting. right Every it's kind email. of like when you're in a group chat with your girlies you know it's like it takes a village to sometimes it really does um, not the not the group chat text <laughs> like formulating text to guys yeah yeah well i mean mine's not about guys well what i'm saying but yeah actually sometimes it is with nolan I am, yeah. yeah i thought oh, we were talking about like dating which technically i am dating i always forget but <laughs> technically he's yeah. not your husband i know <laughs> just he got an earload of that this weekend let me tell you <laughs> We should like play how many times can we mention this in our podcast? Yeah. I hope y'all are making drinking games out of this. Right? No, the last one should have been drink every time we say scenario. I was yeah. dying listening to it. I just had to turn it off. I was like, this oh my is gosh, enough. so funny. The scenario. Sometimes we said scenario, sometimes we said scenario. We I were just s- interchanging the two. Yeah, I do that. I do. We were both doing it. Yeah. What's the depends. correct word? I think it's like a potato potato thing. But, but nobody no ever one says, says potato. potato. <laughs> 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 oh no. Or tomato tomato. Who yeah, the heck is out here tomato. saying tomato? I don't know. No one. That's who. Uh, well, any other final tips? or anything like that i know we've talked we covered a lot over here we did cover a lot i think i hope it was helpful i'm excited we're gonna play a game too which we haven't done a game in a while we haven't so um we're gonna play a little game so it's kind of like a who's most likely to style game yes so Alicia and I each came up with a list of questions where we're gonna say you know who's most likely to blank or who blank and then we're gonna say one two three and then we have to guess if it's a savannah thing alicia thing yeah yeah so it's kind of like when you're at a wedding and the couple is back to back and they Mm -hmm. say they're playing the shoe game exactly the shoe game Mm -hmm. and like who does all the cooking and then they raise the shoe of either their own or their significant other right and so should we get our shoes (gasps) just for the video okay sure okay okay, we're gonna go get our shoes hold on (laughs) 
Okay, we have the shoes. We have the shoes. <laughs> but we're also going to say it out loud because this yes. is a... Yes, so mm. you're either saying my name or me, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay. Okay, who sticks to their contract more? Savannah. Savannah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I just I raised the shoe. I forgot I, to say the name. Okay, we're going to get better at okay, this. Okay, should we say one, two, three or no? We should say one, two, three. Okay, okay. Okay. So now's my turn? Yes. Okay. Who makes more time for self-care? One, two, three. Both? I would, say, I would say both. I would say more you, as far as like self-care specifically goes, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Like, I know you do a bunch of sunset walks with like wine and stuff, which I think is amazing. Yeah, so. that makes me happy because I used to not, and I really have been focused on that this year. And I'm just really proud of how much better I've gotten at yeah, like giving myself time. I love that for you. Thank you. Okay, your turn. Okay. <laughs> Who takes more workday breaks? Savannah. Savannah. Me. You <laughs> think like Savannah? Absolutely. I am really actually kind of bad at that kind of stuff where I'll do like 10 minutes of work. I'll be like, I deserve a little break. So, love that for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Oh. Okay, I'll just say this one. Who keeps, this might be this kind of similar to yours, who keeps to their to-do list better? One, two, three. Me. Alicia. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I had that one too. Oh, that's okay. Mine was this who sticks good. to their calendar tasks the best. Oh, yeah, that's Same absolutely thing. you. Yeah. Okay, your turn. Okay. This one is kind of interesting. Who has more personal hobbies? Savannah. One, two, oh. three. <laughs> I would I would say me as well. You like read books. I do read you, books. <laughs> you roller skate. I do, yeah. You ski? I snowboard, yeah. Snowboard, same Rock shit. Climb, hike. Yeah. Do but plants. It's interesting stuff. because that's why I said this one's interesting, is because you have more hobbies, but then you think we think I do more self-care. Hmm. Right? Maybe. Yeah, it's just said both. The, the way that we phrase questions, yeah, I yeah, don't know. or the way we, yeah, because hmm. I think hobbies are definitely a form of self care. Self care. That's true because you're doing something that makes Taking you happy. Break. Yeah. My therapist one time did say that I do read books and things like that as a form of like escapism because mm. I read the most when I'm in my most busy seasons in life. I, I don't necessarily read when I'm in my my slow seasons. Oh, interesting. So I use it as a form of self-care so that is yeah wow wow therapy uh, okay who can be convinced to skip work faster so like hooky okay one two three savannah, savannah me yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm like we're done with work cool perfect <laughs> let's go do something else i can be convinced though yes I for agree. certain things i 100 yeah. percent can be convinced and it also yeah, it depends on a couple of things for me. So definitely you're faster. But there have been a couple of times recently where Holly, she texted me last week and just asked if I wanted to go shopping. Mm. And I was just like, yeah. You're like, I'm down. It Let's do it. the entire day off. Oh. Yeah. Well, Cutie. not entire day, but yeah. most of it. Okay. Who is more likely to be wild on the dance floor at weddings? Ooh. One, two, three. Savannah. I've been both. Are you kidding me? I see you twerking and everything. I've seen at, you. At like weddings that were oh, working. That were working. 
<laughs> you didn't specify. I'm sorry. Obviously, at other weddings, it's me. But weddings that we're working at other weddings are definitely. I, I dance a lot at weddings that I work. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, fair enough. Weddings that I work, I won't even put my little toe on the dance floor. Oh yeah, I will be. I jump right far in. Far away first. from it. Yeah. Well, you also have to be in there to be taking Getting pics. Pictures. Yeah. yeah. No, if absolutely. I'm in there, it. What is she doing? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. With the because clipboard? when I've assisted you at weddings before, like I don't go out there on the dance floor. Of course, I'm, like, you in the would corner have been kind fired. Just, like, little <laughs> jigging a little bit. You would have but... been fired by now. <laughs> uh, okay, who needs coffee in order to be productive? One, two, three. Savannah. Savannah. Yeah. <laughs> I, no explanation I, needed. Yeah, I definitely like want and need coffee, but I don't. Well, I just like want it. More. Coffee gets me out of bed in the morning. I know we've talked about this. Yes. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do get excited about coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, my last one was taken because it's the who sticks to their calendar tasks. Oh, okay. Um, then I have one. Who's most likely to cuss in front of their clients? Three, two, one. Savannah. Savannah. Okay, I have one more, actually. Okay. Who is more of an overachiever? One, two, three. Alicia. Oh. I think you are. You, you always I'm are. Three you're doing the Enneag- most. <laughs> you're doing the most. I'm a three Enneagram. Yeah. We still haven't figured ours out. No. But three is just all goal oriented. Yeah. Human. Yeah. Yeah. Just Even when I go beyond. on my walks, my sunset walk. <laughs> yes. There's a goal <laughs> involved in the walk. Yeah. I kid you not. I go into the walk with a set goal and then I will play a podcast and I try to make the podcast like be the same length yeah. as whatever the walk is going to be. Is that why today you were like, I need to go on a three mile walk. You didn't say like, oh, I need to go on a walk. You're like, I need to go on a three mile walk today. <laughs> it has to that. be three miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that's kind of crazy. Anywho, that was great. That was great. Hope y'all learned something today about either us or yourselves or productivity. Yeah. That was fun. And hopefully we'll get it together with the videos because we have not. Well, there's always next week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Always something to, you know, keep checking in on. So maybe we're just having our listeners just stand on their toes. Yeah, that's what we'll say. Oh, man. Well, make sure to follow us on Instagram at we do it for the podcast. I'm just going to stop. Referencing our TikTok. (laughs) There's like two videos on there. A video. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. Listen to our last episode if you haven't, because that was a good good one. one. I really like that one. Me too. That was fun.